Random Art Tips and Rambles with Rafi. Hola, you amazing artists. It's Rafi. And Cleet. And today we are live in the studio. And we're talking about all kinds of interesting, awesome topics. And we have some very interesting and awesome artists here with us. We have Shupaloop, Just Has No Filter, Tina Colburn, Ev, Kelly. Dana. Dana. Kyle. Shawan. Tambo. Yeah. Everybody, everybody that is very, very awesome is here hanging out with us right now. That's not to say that if you're not hanging out with us, you're not awesome, but just want to clarify, they are awesomer. -er. (laughs) (laughs) And awesomer still. Okay, so what do we got? We got some questions from our patrons, some really, really cool questions. So let's, uh, let's answer the questions. Let's start with the first one. Yes, let's. Okay, our first question comes from Ev. And I've asked one of my big art heroes, Jim Henson. Yeah, man. Love Jim Henson. Was supposedly amazing at this. What are some of your go-to techniques or ways to stay in the play zone, keeping the joy and laughter in what you are doing? Keeping the right attitude and latitude is so important, especially these days. How do you talk to yourselves or between yourselves to keep the good vibes flowing? Oh, I love that question. Yeah, me too. Really love that question. It's funny because like we're going to talk about something like, how do you keep things fun? And I'm like, it's very important. <laughs> <laughs> Let's discuss this very important topic of keeping things fun. Hi, Cass. Hey, Cass is here. Hi, Cass. Um, it is very important. And the two main things that came to my mind were music. Music is very important in the studio, in my opinion. Um, yeah, music is, uh, there's something about anything that has to do with uh, creativity. Like some people like putting on uh, funny shows and stuff like that in the background uh-huh. when they're working on their art because they love uh, being able to interact with somebody because being in a studio is usually very lonely. And even if you're doing a collaboration project with someone else, a lot of times, you know, you're working on whatever it is that you're working on. So you're doing your own thing. Yeah, you're in it. So I think it is very important to have something that is upbeat, happy, uh, motivating in the background. Even a good audio book. Yeah. So a lot of times we have a, either a good audio book playing. We don't have a TV in the studio, so we don't watch TV in the studio. But uh, we usually have like some really, really fun music playing in the background. Mm-hmm. And there are times where we have playing softly in the background, depending on the mood that we're in. Or there are times where we are booming that music. Full on rocking out. Full on rocking out. Yeah. yeah. The other thing is... Uh, Shupaloop said Black Eyed Peas is my go-to for upbeat music. Black Eyed Peas is awesome. I know. I love Black Eyed Peas. We, uh, we're constantly bantering back and forth in the studio and we joke around with each other a whole lot, especially if it's like something, uh, you know, difficult going on, like yeah. finding the humor in it and even like channeling my inner pops, Rafi's dad, who just <laughs>, laughs at him. He'll like accidentally fling a diamond across yeah. the room and he'll be like, Oh crap. And then he'll laugh at himself. So it's, it's finding the humor and the stuff and, and joking around with each other. And understanding that we're, we're doing something creative. I think what ends up happening for, for some artists is that they put way too much pressure on themselves to get something right. Mm-hmm. And whenever that happens and you know, you've experienced that there have been times where like it got really quiet over by the jewelry (laughs) bench and I look over and your face is red and it's because you're having a hard time with something. And we're going to struggle through a lot of the creative projects that we uh, 
start, especially if we're doing something that is outside of our comfort zone. And it's just remembering the humor, having the ability to laugh at yourself, having the ability to be able to stay in a playful mood uh, instead of taking things so seriously. I think that that's, that's, that really is my, uh, my superpower when it comes to working in the studio, because a lot of times there is a lot of pressure on stuff and I'm able to fachunk it. Yes. Because of the fact that I'm able to keep myself in a really positive mood. Fachunking combined with understanding that it's going to be okay is like the self-talk that yeah. gets you through the things when yeah. it's a struggle. Yeah. That, and that's really important because like, I think, I think a lot of the, the, when you get into the studio, the one thing that I, that I know is that a lot of us are very insecure, you know, uh-huh. artists. And so like, because we want to take ourselves seriously, we want other people to take us seriously. So we make it a serious thing. We're like, this is very serious work. I'm working on a really serious, even if it is a piece that has to do with social injustice and stuff like that. And it really has a meaning behind it. Um, you know, I've seen kids, young kids that paint something that is very meaningful, that has something to do with something difficult to happen in their lives. And when they're describing the piece, they're talking about what it is, it, but they're not sad. They're just saying like, this is what happened to mommy or this is what happened to daddy or something like that. And like, they're, they're deeply emotional pieces. They just don't take the the making of it as serious as I think a lot of us do. Yeah, I think so too. Shoop said, I work best alone. I zone yeah. too much. And that, if the, and that could be your happy place too, just being there and being uh, creative and getting into your thing. I mean, I could, I could tell you back when I was married to someone else. The, I the not me? Yeah, the not you. I preferred to work by myself in my <laughs> studio. I did not want, because there, there wasn't anything creative. Uh, the, the, the creative energy wasn't there. You and I have a vibe um, that I'm very happy that I found after many years on this planet that uh, work really well with my creativity and my craziness. Jess said, she who shall not be named. Indeed. <laughs> yes, indeed. Indeed. Tambo, embrace your past. It made you who you are today. Yes, absolutely. That's absolutely true. There is nothing, nothing about my past, uh, including anything that was tragic or anything like that, that I regret because basically everything that has gotten me to where I am right now and who I am right now, which I really, really love and adore, came from a version of me that was somebody that did not love himself, did not adore himself and lived a really... Uh, tragic life if you were able to look at that and I don't consider it a tragic life anymore but like back then I definitely was a tragic personality but it, yeah I, I would not I would not change anything in my life the good the bad or the ugly that was an awesome question you guys please feel free to chime in with more things that you do to stay in the play zone and finally before we move on I take short breaks too if I'm like you know, having trouble with something. Oh yeah, Uh, absolutely. I stare out the window. I look at my rock collection. Yep. (laughs) Whatever I need to do. Ev said, I actually have toys in my studio. I do play. I have all the stuff. Ev, that's, I love that. That I love that because it's important. It's important to stay playful. And the, the ultimate creation comes from a playful mind. It does not come from somebody who's like, let me check all the boxes and cross all the, you know, like it just, it comes from a playful mind. Cass said, food and music help me work around my ADHD. Oh, absolutely. Yes, most definitely. The next question comes from Clover. 
I would like to hear you both talk about how you motivate yourself to get in front of a camera and talk. Is it a skill or something you've always enjoyed? I want to start doing talking head stuff, but it's so strange talking to nothing. Uh, it is most definitely not a skill that I have always had or nope. enjoyed. Nope. In fact, I didn't like talking much at all, like at all. When I first met Rafi, it was hard to get me to talk just to him about things. I was very, very in inside yeah. <laughs> my own head. It's something that I got comfortable with little by little over time. Rafi, Rafi's been pretty comfortable talking in front of people, but I mean, it's different when you're in yeah, front of the camera. Yeah, it's different when you're in front of the camera. So, like, I was a corporate trainer. One of my iterations in corporate was to be a corporate trainer. So, I've spoken in front of large groups of people and uh, done courses and done all types of things like that and was very, very comfortable in that environment, even though I'm totally an introvert, right? It was interesting to me to see that I made that transition for work where I actually got to the place where I enjoyed it. Mm -hmm. But the moment that I turned on the camera, it was, uh, it, it just, it totally threw, I didn't know how to act in front of the camera lens. So it just takes time. And it's the willingness to put your stuff out there and um, suffer through the criticism, suffer through the anxiety. Suffer of, through the awkwardness yeah. that you're feeling. I've yeah. said I cringe whenever I see or hear myself on camera. Yeah. I think we all do. That's my biggest thing. I've like, I still, still to this day when I'm editing video or editing audio, all I hear is this nasal kid. Uh, that I used to hear on, on camera. I'm like, you need to breathe through your nose, Rafi. Don't talk to about me like that. <laughs> <laughs> Shoop said, I feel more comfortable having people to play off of. Yeah, it is a different animal when you're looking at the camera. One of the things that Rafi has done um, is imagine a person or people yeah. that he's talking to instead of just looking at the lens. I do. It's funny because a lot of the people that are here are some of the people that I picture. Like sometimes I'm talking to Ev. Uh, there have been times where I'm talking to Shawan. There are times where I'm talking to Christine. There are times where I'm talking to my brother. So, um, it, it helps if you picture that you're having a conversation with somebody versus you're just talking into a camera lens. Christine said it helps if she pictures like she's talking to her husband. Yeah. Yeah. Thomas said, I'm an introvert big time. People are surprised that I am. I get extremely drained in crowds. Yeah. So do I, Thomas. Yeah. So do I. There's a lot of energy going back and forth and people's opinions and stuff like that. So as much, even when you're totally genuine and totally authentic, it could be kind of draining. And it, I always look forward to uh, getting back home. As far as doing talking head videos and stuff, Clover, it does get easier over time. And I am living proof of that most yes. definitely. Now, I don't run point on videos very often. But as of late, as you guys mostly know, we've been doing more where I'm not so much in the background and I'm kind of just sitting next to Rafi. So you do get more comfortable as you go. And also remember... It's your video and you don't have to put it out there until you've edited it and you're happy with how it looks. Yeah, exactly. So you can experiment and try different things that you know only you're going to see until you're happy with the with what you have. We're very a lot of people call us genuine, but really it's it's more out of uh, laziness and time restraints. <laughs> Whoever's job it was to hire the hair and makeup and styling department. 
They they, they didn't do they're the job. Fired. They're fired. <laughs> Kelly said, I cannot talk in front of a large crowd. I had to speak in front of graduating class for my medical training, and it was a mess. Lol. My first time uh, being up on stage was when I was a kid in school, and I was like that quiet kid in school. And somehow I got elected for treasury mm. or like to, to run in treasury. And I was like, I don't understand like what I'm even doing up there. And I went up there and gave my speech and people clapped. And it was the first time in my life that I felt like I had connected with a bunch of people. Yeah. And then, it's a weird my, feeling. then the person that I was running against tripped on the microphone and fell. And then he won all the votes because he tripped. Ah, slapstick humor for the win. Yeah, exactly. Christine said, I think it's hard because when we see ourselves on audio and video, we become aware of what other people see and hear. I think it may not always match what we think about ourselves. It is weird. And especially like getting used to how you sound, if you're a singer or even if you're talking, um, because it's different when you're hearing it through a device, any kind of device. Um, you just, it's like a, a different experience. Yeah. But I feel like the more you do it, cause like now I'm actually much more used to it than I was. Dana said I could sing in front of people long ago, but speak. No. Isn't that interesting how we kind of, that is interesting. Or- I think it's cause we, we separate those two parts of our mind. Like it's, it's like, for me, it's the pressure of getting it wrong. And I think for you, it's the pressure of getting it wrong, but it's two in different In a totally things. different yeah. way. Whereas like you're more comfortable making a mistake while you're singing. Yes. Than I am. And I'm more comfortable making a mistake or saying the wrong thing. And I than- think it's because you get practiced in the recovery. So yeah. like if I screw up a song, I know how to recover pretty well. Yep. But I'm less versed in recovery when I stumble over some words. Yep. Well, not anymore. I'm pretty comfortable with both now, I'd say. Okay, so our next question is from Jesse. Uh, so reinforce the power of fachunking for ADHD brains. ADHD brains. Yeah, and Rafi took some notes here. I did. I took some notes. Okay, so this is my disclaimer. I am not an expert. I uh, have had a few friends that have had ADHD. And so like these are the these are the things that I've seen them do. And these are just my opinions on things. So uh, take this more as a uh, just a, a dumb guy's opinion on something and not like this is like legit medical because there's nothing nothing uh, there. I'm not no expert when it comes to that's my disclaimer. But you are legit. As a human. I'm a legit okay. human. So the first thing is impulsiveness. And your note that you took is fachunk it. Fachunking works perfectly for impulsiveness. Yeah, I think uh so this is the list of symptoms that I that I found for ADHD. And like um the the thing about it was instead of looking at yourself as a um like like you're broken or as a victim the way that a lot of society would like to see you it's like take a look at some of these things as your superpower because play honest, to your strengths i play to your strengths because a lot of these things we all deal with my one of my good friends he has a severe adhd and he's an engineer and he's he's invented stuff because he like gets up in the middle of the night and like he can't he's working on one project and he's working on another. Oh, yeah. Dude's incredibly genius. Incredible. He created a, like a security a light bulb. He's got several patents out there. 
he created a potato gun that basically you could shoot a potato out of the atmosphere. Like he's amazing. He's got such, such an amazing mind. His ability to be able to think outside of the box. Playing to his strengths. Jeff said relatable, not the genius. Potato atmosphere. Yep. Potato atmosphere. Jess, I have a feeling that you are a genius, my friend. Um, So the next thing that you had on here was disorganization and problems prioritizing. And I'll read what you wrote and then you can elaborate. Okay. And he said, we are all disorganized. That's why I write everything down. Everything. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Use a journal or planner instead of your brain. Your brain wants to think of more creative things. Write it down so it's not floating in your head or as I like to say, rattling in the brain jar. Exactly. Exactly. Christine said, keep a notebook where you can write down interrupting thoughts like you'll likely feel satisfied that you've captured the thought and be able to continue whatever task you're on. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I always have. So even if I'm in the middle of a painting or something like that um, and something pops into my brain, because what happens is you're sitting there, you're creating something. So you're being creative. So your brain is on overdrive because you're thinking of other creative things and you need to be able to just write it down somewhere, write it down, just take a pause real quick and write it down so that you don't forget. And that way you don't have to keep thinking about it in the background. Absolutely. Shoop said, yes, hyper, hyper focus is part of ADHD. And when you hyper focus, you get so much thinking and doing done. Yep. Thomas said, hmm, the beautiful mind. We all have this, by the way, yeah, artists. I, I agree. agree. I agree. Jess said, hyper-focus is great. Flakiness sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle, don't say, I will remember that. Yes, write Write it down. down. Yes, yes. Don't say, I'm going to remember. Oh, I never do. Just don't do do it. I never do. Every time that I've been like, oh, I'm going to, I'll I'll remember that. And then later on, I'll I'll come to you and be like, oh, I, I made a mistake. Tis gone. So what's the next symptom? The next thing is poor time management skills says everyone ever yes, probably everyone. I, I mean me for sure uh oh yeah that's what you said mm-hmm. <laughs> everyone has poor time management skills unless they have a regimented job which is bullshit don't focus on time management time management is a farce focus on the tasks you have written down yeah yeah i find that the more that i try to manage time the more i suck at it i am good at, at keeping track of my tasks the things that I've listed in my list that I want to work on. Mm-hmm. So, things, not time slots. Yeah, because time, t- there's no measurement for time other than time itself. And time is elastic. So it's like you're you're trying to manage something that is completely elastic and it just cannot be managed. So I would manage the tasks that yeah. you have. Christine said, allow for transition time between tasks. Set an alarm when you start a task. Yeah, if yeah. you definitely Love need that. to stick to a like a you know a certain amount of things to do in a day that's a great plan i love that i the, the way that i do it is like i've got this thing i know i'm going to work on that for an hour and so my my time limits are very very flexible just said i love you all so helpful so selfless oh I've said, yep, tasks over calendars for the most part for me. Absolutely. Next thing is problems focusing on a task. Yeah. And yeah, again, that's uh, you had said and me too. That's why we write things down that way. I don't have a bunch of other critters crawling around in there in yep. the brain jar. And if one does, because your brain is so damn brilliant, take the time to write it down. The fact is that if a specific task sucks or it's boring, certain people pride themselves by being determined or sticking with it. And others have problems focusing on tasks. I hate boring stuff. 
So I find a way to make it fun for myself. Yeah. I think, I think the reason that a lot of people are like, well, you know, they have a problem focusing is because maybe it's something that doesn't, that in the moment is just not interesting you. And maybe it's because, uh, you know, a lot of times when it comes to a specific work of art that I know is stressing me out a little bit because I think that it's going to be more difficult than it is. I've made a bigger deal of it. Then I have a hard time focusing on it because then there's all these other things because emotionally I've made that stressful. So now there's a bunch of other things that I would much rather do. So it's finding that, that sense of like, let me make this fun. Absolutely. When I have a hard time focusing, it's usually because I haven't written the things down or planned them out. And I'm like worried that I'm going to forget something or whatever. So again, yeah. with the writing, the right of keeping the lists, man, yeah. however it works for you. Thomas said, you guys have such an amazing way of connecting with our insecurities and human issues that are expressed. Ted Talk. <laughs> is in the future mark my words that would be trey cool it'd be interesting to see us both up uh, in front of a, a ted talk and see you like i don't like crowds i would probably just i'd probably just blur myself <laughs> <laughs> okay the next one is trouble multitasking yeah um and you wrote and i fully agree with you there is no such thing as multitasking they are full of shit Yep. No one can do two things at once. You mm -hmm. do things sequentially. And some people do things in rapid sequential order, which means they shift gears better. Yep. I, I used to hate that. When I was in corporate, that was one of the questions that we'd, we would ask people, like, how are you at multitasking? And I fully knew that there's no such thing as multi You cannot focus on more than one thing at a time uh, because all it does is split your focus. You can focus on one thing and have something else that you're working on because the kids do that all the time. They uh -huh. shift between they're working on this thing and then it's lunch and then they go eat lunch and then they go back to this thing and then they go back to that stuff. Mm -hmm. As adults, because we, we think that we're supposed to think about several things at once. Uh, and if for some reason we can't multitask, that there's something wrong with us, that's that's I call bullshit on that. Absolutely. I am a self-proclaimed single tasker and I am practicing the art of getting better at shifting gears. And I'm using for chunking to, to get myself used to the act of shifting gears. Just said multitasking is a lie and someone should tell corporate America. Yes. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I can see that you guys agree. Multitasking <sighs> is bullshit. Okay. Uh, so Kelly said, can you be a little obsessive compulsive without ADHD? I don't have ADHD, but I'm obsessive compulsive about having things done a certain way. And once I start something, I must finish it. Yeah. Kelly, you can yes. have obsessive compulsive tendencies, uh, in of themselves. Yes. Absolutely. And ultimately, I find that it's a sort of a subconscious need for control. Uh, cause yep. I have some tendencies myself. Yeah. I mean, Clee, you, you were diagnosed with obsessive compulsive disorder. Yeah. When I was 14, mm -hmm. I had, um, some, some tendencies and for a while they got worse and worse. And then, uh, I, I realized like, oh, okay, I'm going to work with myself on these things yeah. over time. And, you know, we do what we can yep. and we play to our strengths, like you said. So sometimes it benefits me to be a little obsessive compulsive. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's when it's something is standing in your way. Then that's where you, you do the, the work to yes. get past it. Yes. If it's, it's, if it's, uh, 
uh, hindering your hindering your, your life. Your life. Yeah, I yeah. couldn't find the word. Thank you. So the next thing is excessive activity or restlessness. Yep. And um, you said move around and do stuff. It's good for you, and you're not stuck at a desk. Stimulate the body so that the mind doesn't try to compensate. Yeah. Yeah, you get you get restless. I you- I get restless. You guys, if you guys watch the videos, sometimes you'll see me shaking in the video. That's because I am my leg is bouncing up and down. Like even right now, as I'm speaking, like my leg bounces. I get I get lots of energy, and I like I need to move around and run it off. And I'm I'm not a very athletic person. Today, for example, I spent a lot of time sitting on a laptop editing um, the audiobook. And so like, I'm not moving around a lot and I have to remind myself that I have to, I do have to get up. I have to move around. I have to give, give the body what it needs because if not, then I train my brain into compensating for that. And totally, I just, I can't, I need to move around. Yeah. The body wants to move and Rafi, uh, loves to go for walks. That's how he would often expend the energy, but now it's not as easy to do that where we are. So he's, you got to find other ways. It's one of the prerequisites that we have for the place that we're going to move is I need somewhere where I could go for a walk. Most definitely. Just as I don't even notice, but I shake my foot constantly. Yeah. Yeah, me too. There are, t- there are times where I notice after when I'm editing the video, I'm like, oh my God, I look like I, I'm just sitting in the background of some of the videos and I'm just shaking my foot. Tina said, I'm the opposite. I'm a potato. I'm like in the middle somewhere. Like sometimes I get bursts of energy that have to be expended. And other times I could sit for like an entire uh, half a day. Tina and- Klee is definitely a potato. I saw her fall in the studio once. It was like a <laughs> sack of potatoes. I Oh, that's a story, a fun story for, for some time. Ev said, I'm a leg shaker guy. Can't sit on a bar stool without looking like a wind up toy. Right. Me neither. Me neither. I can't. And, and people will ask me like, are you okay? Are you nervous? I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm just hanging out. Okay. So the next one you have listed is poor planning. And you said, yep. we just described 99% of us. The other 1% are aliens. That's why <laughs> I chunk things and write them down and plan as I go. Planning is overrated. Yeah. Isn't it though? I, I'm, I am not a, so for me, like you and I are, are different personalities in that I cannot pre-plan something ahead of time. I am better off writing down what the eventual uh, thing, the goal that I want mm-hmm. to be, and then plan the next step. And then when I'm done with that, really tell myself what the next step is. Kelly said, don't call me an alien. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Kelly, that's awesome if you're good at planning. If you are good at planning, then I kudos, kudos to you. But what, you know, if I'm working on my strengths, I'm not good at planning things. So I know I need to be flexible. Uh, with my list, I have to be flexible with my deadlines and I have to work on what is relevant right now. Uh, whatever chunk of the project is relevant right now. And then when I'm done with that, move on to the next one. I think that I like to plan, but I actually hate it. Like, right. I think that I operate best with a plan, but then when I try to make one, I'm like, this is terrible. I hate this. I've said low Kelly phone home. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The next one is low frustration tolerance. Yep. We both have that. Yep. Uh, I meditate. You said this. I meditate, which can sometimes make me frustrated. So I meditate some more (laughs) and remind myself that I am not a failure if I get something wrong or frustrated about something. The thing is that when you're walking around and you feel that you have a poor planning, uh, excessive uh, restlessness, 
trouble multitasking and all the other stuff on this list, how are you not going to get frustrated? Sure. And we'll just lump in frequent mood swings with that because they go hand in hand. And Jess had said that I yell at inanimate objects. Me too, Jess. Yep. (laughs) I mean, said me too. I think Jess, the, the important thing to realize is the reality of the situation. So a lot of times when I'm getting frustrated or whatever, uh, uh, one of the things I'll do, my brother has this funny story of this guy that was looking at somebody who was mad. And basically all he was doing was saying like, I'm mad. Right. So whenever I get upset about something where like, I know that my brain is going somewhere that maybe I don't want to follow it. Um, I'll make a ridiculous voice. I'll, and I'll say I'm like, mad. I'm mad. And I'll look at Clee because at least that way it allows me to get the words out without taking it so personally or so serious yeah try it sometime i'm mad i'm mad and even if you throw something just throw it and be like i'm mad it's impossible not to laugh at yourself i've said i make puppets to yell at (laughs) 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 and they're inanimate until i make them move (laughs) okay so the the next one is problems following through and completing tasks yep And you said, don't ever allow yourself to get discouraged. I never finished anything I started back in the day because I believed the brain chatter or other people that wasn't worth it. It wasn't going to work out or you can never get it perfect. If you're discouraged, why do it? Encourage yourself throughout, even if it turns out to be a shiny turd. Yeah. I grew up, my mom would tell me, you never finish anything that you start. My dad told me, you never finish anything that you start. My ex-wife told me, you never finish anything that you start. And the thing is, I can't accuse them of being wrong because they were right. Sure. I did not finish things that I started. I, I've tried in our career so many times, but I gave up so many times, like within a month, within two months, because I got discouraged and just didn't allow myself to keep going. And so like now... All the projects that I work on, the only reason that I'm able to complete them is not because I don't want to give up. Everything I do, I want to give up at some point. It's because I remind myself that, oh, this is fine. Even if, even if it's crappy, it's, at least I got it done because that's ultimately what matters to me the most. And I think it's just that shift of, of that mindset. Most definitely. I'm a stubborn human, so I do use that to my advantage to see things through to yeah. the end. The next thing is hot temper. Uh, and Rafi wrote, yeah, giving in to all the stuff on this list pisses me off too. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Dude, it, you know, like if you have a hot temper, then it means that you're frustrated. What was one of them? Like that you have a hard time dealing with um, frustration that you yeah. have a hard time dealing. Of course, that's that's what a hot temper is, is that you're frustrated. Like I said before, it's just meditating and reminding yourself that it's OK. You are enough. You are definitely enough. Anything that you do is good enough and you can do this despite whatever uh, stupid brain chatter is going on in your head. Most definitely. Okay, so the final one is trouble coping with stress. I don't think anyone copes with stress really all that well. No. Stress is like just bad for you. Yeah. Uh, I think it's really more like do what you can to remove the stress. What they found was that blood from humans, even if it matches a type in like an animal or something like that, 
that it will immediately kill the animal because of the stress hormones that are in, present that are present in the blood, right? Because for the most part, a lot of us spend the majority of our time in fight or flight. So we're constantly, some of us, it's like the, the boiling frog, like you're in, in fight or flight and stressed out so much that you don't, you even, don't even know realize yeah. that you're stressed out. Yep. And, uh, and, and then you wonder why people have a hard time sleeping or feel exhausted or uh, are frustrated and stuff like that. So like, there's a lot of stuff that everybody we're just kind of used to. Yeah. Science calls it adrenal fatigue. Yes. And, um, I just call it stress. Yeah. And I guess that's it for, I guess that's it for this live stream. Thank you so much, everyone that was here hanging out with us. You guys are absolutely amazing and uh listen anybody that's listening to this if you would be interested in giving us any pointers or any tips on any of the stuff that we discussed just go ahead and uh, list it in the comment section below and thank you so much for listening you guys you guys are absolutely amazing i totally adore you and if you like this and you want to listen to more like this just click somewhere around here to subscribe and that's it want to say goodbye clee Good day. Adios.